Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Tuesday, August 20th. Our top stories for the day. Pat is going to take us back to the soft corner again. The New York City government is in there this time. Yeah, I'm putting the whole city in the soft corner. Uh, they've been just doing some soft-ass shit. The whole city? Mm. Well, the government. Okay. Yeah, not the people of, necessarily. Some of them, but I just don't know yet. The city government. Eventually, right. yeah. You know. Let's <laughs> get to the story. <laughs> nice. All right. And then Mark, Wes, and I will take us through a news buffet of other headlines. Take it away, Pat. I'm going to level with you. If you have a handgun and not a holster, people are making fun of you. It's probably your wife or your dad. They talk about it when you're not in the room. Look at James. He has a handgun and no way to fashionably secure it to his belt. What an idiot. If you've been wondering why sex with your wife has been sad outside of general marriage and why your dad keeps talking about reorganizing the will, well, it's simple. No holster. Luckily, this is a solvable problem because our wonderful sponsor, We the People Holsters, will take care of you. You can tell by their name, two things are important to them. The Constitution and holsters. It's a no-brainer. These boys offer custom-made holsters, all produced in the USA. These holsters are designed in-house from their own molds to ensure your protection cannon will fit perfectly. Their designs are measured by the micromillimeter, so all their guns will fit. Every holster has an adjustable retention, which is signaled by a click sound. That sound lets you know it's in. God didn't even think of that. And these guys did. Right now, listeners of Hard Factor can go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and enter promo code FACTOR at checkout to get $10 off their first holster. That's as low as $37, and shipping is free with an additional 10 bucks off using our promo code right now. Again, that's wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and promo code FACTOR at checkout for 10 bucks off. All right, guys. Welcome to the Soft Corner. By the way, I'm not sure if you guys saw we dropped a new Soft Corner shirt yesterday on the Barstool merch store. Yeah. Mm, saw that. I bought two of them. I can't wait to rock it on the show. Yeah, this thing is sweet. It's got the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man on it wearing a Hard Factor hat, and the tee itself is dark gray, and it's made with 100% combed ring spun slimming. cotton. A slimming dark gray. Oh, yeah. That's, that, that's why I said it. I yeah. bought one in large just as like a little bit of incentive. So oh, yeah. Wes will eventually buy a so Wes what will, an XL when it gets there in two to seven businesses. Wes will be pudging out in one to your screen soon. I'm going to look ridiculous in one soon. Yeah, it's going to look like the State Park Marshmallow Man. But what, what you will look ridiculous, but this shirt will communicate something to your friends and colleagues. Specifically, that soft is something you refuse to tolerate, Wes, because you're always hard. That's right. Mm. Uh, yeah. This tea is great for alphas and folks who are like one friend zone away from becoming alphas. So if you want to be that alpha and get out of that zone, you buy it's this honestly, tea. It's honestly the best looking shirt we've ever made. And uh, it's Ghostbuster themed. 
It's it's soft corner themed. You're it's gonna just, love it's got, it. It's got everything. You're gonna love it. So get two. All right, let's take it to the soft corner, guys. Sitting in the corner of the Macho Man Randy Savage is quite an honor. Let me start by saying I love New York. I even have a million dollar idea that has to do with making a shirt that lets people know how much I love New York. I said I'm not time to do it yet, so no one take that idea. Uh, but New York City, guys, has oh, been soft. Oh, do you get it? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> you get it. Yeah, it takes him a second. So New York City's been soft as baby shit recently, specifically for the last five years, as they've allowed Daniel Pantaleo, the New York City police officer that killed Eric Garner, to keep his job. It's been five years. Five years until yesterday when they finally realized, oh, shit, not firing this guy is a slap in the face to not only Eric Garner's family, but also one of the dumbest political moves ever seen in a time where race relations between the police and African-Americans aren't so good. A time? Yeah, it's, it's a day. <laughs> yeah, it's a day. It's, a, it's, been, it's been that way. Yeah, so they, uh, well, you know, especially bad. Okay. Also, Pat, I mean, it's been that way, but also, de Blasio, he, you know he has a black child. You're talking about Mayor Bill de Blasio? Yeah, he's got a right. black child so he, he doesn't listen to. I don't know if you to. can go around casting these bad at race relations accusations to New York City. I You're mean, right. He knows. You're right. He does, have, he does have a black child. That was a political move. He just... Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> holy shit. shit. I don't know. Was <laughs> it? No, I think he married his wife. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I think he fell in love with a black Jesus woman. Jesus Christ. I don't know. <laughs> Not a political move. I have no idea. No. if the kid's a doctor. Well, don't don't say it if you don't know. <laughs> He's a politician. Everything he does is political. <laughs> okay. If it's a, for love, I'm, in, I'm way into What's the next part of the for story? For those of you guys who don't remember, Eric Garner, who was a big-ass dude, was initially approached by two plain Closed police officers back in 2014 on the on the street in Staten Island. Big ass dude's a nice way of putting it. Well, yeah, he's like 400 pounds. Yeah. Uh, one of those police yeah. officers was Pantaleo, and after Garner was accused of selling untaxed loose cigarettes, that's why he was approached by the by the police. Uh, Garner, what a crime! It was crazy. Uh, Lucy's in Staten Island. Garner was uh, standing there for about like six minutes. Uh, the whole thing was on video, obviously, and he was letting the police officer know that he was he was feeling harassed, and uh, he told the police officers, "Please just leave me alone." Then the plainclothes officers, who were eventually joined by at least six uniformed PD, attempted to place Garner under arrest, to which point he said, don't touch me. Yeah, Pantaleo was leading the charge there, leading the charge with a chokehold. Uh, yeah, which yeah. at one point turned into a chokehold technique banned by the, by the NYPD. Yeah, banned by the NYPD, banned by high school wrestling, banned by the UFC. Banned yeah, by ban- the- should basically be banned by humans. It was the, yeah, the murder death hold. grip. Strangle. It was yeah. a strangle. Yeah, uh, it was the Tartaglioni uh, hyloid s- snap. Right. Yeah, it was the, strangle. Not in the military. Yeah. 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 Garner then went on to say, I can't breathe about 13 times. And you know what? He wasn't lying. Yeah, uh, until he couldn't say it anymore. Yeah, because the ordeal yeah. triggered an asthma attack that killed him. So mm-hmm. it was yeah. the definitive like police brutality video at the time. It was very bad years ago. It was very bad. Uh, Garner left family behind. Uh, anyway, the reason the NYPD gave for not firing Pantaleo for five years is equally soft. Uh, police Commissioner James P. O'Neill said his department had been awaiting an investigation by the Justice Department to launch disip- or before launching uh, any sort of disciplinary action against Pantaleo. And that wait was about, you know, just a quick five years long. Nice. What and, happened to Pantaleo in the five years? Oh, well, specifically in 2014, the Staten Island grand jury said we're not going to indict him. Uh, and then for five years, he was on modified duty getting his paycheck, but not rocking a gun. So what does modified duty mean? Legs up at a desk. You, you can yeah. imagine what modified duty means. Chilling? Well, yeah, chilling, getting yeah. paid. Yeah, he's living the Colt McCoy lifestyle that we all want. Yeah. Uh, Except, well... I mean, Colt's been abused, though. He, you hear of his broken collarbone's going to take, like, two years to heal? That's perfect for Colt, because he's going to be on the bench. Because they break it, like, six times. <laughs> getting that cash. 
Anyway, guys, nothing Cole really. Cole McCoy is uh, more susceptible to neck injuries and shoulder injuries than Eric Garner. That's true. <laughs> oh, Whoa, that was dark. All right, sorry. As dark. susceptible as Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein. Sorry, sorry, been sorry. Epstein. I meant not, to say Epstein. Not funny that Garner got murdered by the police. Uh, look, then to answer your question, Mark, nothing really happened except for Pantaleo, of course, getting paid for doing less work than before and Eric Garner slowly decomposing. Uh, that wasn't until. That wasn't dark? No. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. It's that a dark start. Equal, um, and de Blasio just has black kids for political. I don't know. <laughs> He's a politician. If it's out of love, that's wonderful, and I encourage it. I'm, I'm happy for him, but who knows? The way Will said it, it sounded like he might have adopted. Like, look, anyway, uh, until July 16th of this year, when the feds, they finally got around to announcing that Pantaleo wouldn't be facing charges. So... I don't know what they were doing for five years, uh, but that was followed up by a disciplinary hearing where a judge recommended that he should be fired. Then they waited two more weeks and then they fired. Him. So uh, New York City. Patro- oh, sorry, you're going to say, Mark? Oh, at least they finally did it. Yeah, finally. Right. Yeah. So New yeah. York City's patrolmen. Never. Right. Right. Yeah. So there's an organization called the New York City's Patrolman's Benevolent Association, and their president, Patrick Lynch, who is clearly a uh, police-can-do-no-wrong no homer, criticized the commissioner, O'Neill, uh, but not for being as fast as a sloth, but instead for finally firing Pantaleo. He was not happy that Pantaleo got fired. He said, oh. quote, O'Neill has chosen politics, there you go, for his own self-interest over police officers that he claims to lead. Then he urged the police officers to, quote, proceed with the utmost caution in this new reality in which they may be deemed reckless for doing their job. But that's Uh, the game in the police world. Like, you never give an inch. Like, you always say that the police officer shouldn't, you know, was exercising their rights as an officer. It's just kind of like the way it goes because they don't want to ever cede that they've done something wrong. Yeah. Then they feel like they'll lose all their rights. Give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Yeah, and we're we're pro-police on the show. We're pro-police. We're pro-cleat, combined law enforcement agencies of Texas. We're we're all (laughs) Never heard that acronym (laughs) before, but I'm pro-it. Yeah, well, I got off a ticket because I had a cleat sticker. Oh, nice. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, like no, we're we're all for it, uh, but this was a little bit out of line. Well, right, and and oh, yeah. spe- and I do want to say I want to double soft corner this motherfucker, New York City government, but also this guy Lynch, who's talking about a new reality, which I think he means a reality in which policing is documented with cameras. So that's fucking soft, bro. Uh, that, that's, that guy's clearly uh, he's an old timer. Yeah, and, and as I was going to say, policing <laughs> is, is is fucking hard. There's no doubt about it, and I'm very grateful for the hard work and protection offered by the boys and girls in blue. But this quote, new reality that Lynch is referencing has brought to attention that there's some fucked up shit police do to people. Some of them. I'm sorry, I mean black people uh, and poor people. Anyway, obviously, Panaleo didn't... Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, not not all the time, but there's some shit that needs to be uh, brought to light. And Panaleo didn't wake up that morning intending to kill anyone. Guys, he was a 13-year veteran of the police force. I'm sure that he did a lot of good, but he fucked up. Uh, He killed a guy. Uh, Well, the guy was saying, don't kill me. Then he didn't get fired. If you kill someone in your office on accident... There's no investigation. You're probably fired. Like, just, right. it's time for you to get a new job. I think that's a good rule across all platforms. It's the equivalent of like being a single-handedly like responsible for having like a huge data security breach in the IT world. You killed a guy. Yeah, you I killed mean, a guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he definitely other jobs have harsher punishments. Yeah. I yeah. agree. No, no. If you kill a guy and he's shooting at you, different story. Right. Yeah. Anyway, this if, guy was like on his back like a turtle, saying he couldn't breathe, not unarmed. Yeah. Yeah, he killed. It's just difficult because there's already a cop shortage. They put their lives on the line. Other jobs, you know, you do get fired from quicker. You may be able to come back to easier. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's a tough it's a tough situation. Well, Eric Garner's mother said you to Pantaleo, you lost a job. I lost a son. Ooh, uh, yeah. It, it Good perhaps, point. It, Good point. Yeah. That's it perhaps a trump card right there. The softest part of the story: presidential candidate Mayor Bill De Blasio 
put a cherry on top saying, quote, today we finally seen justice done. Was he holding up his black sun pad? Jesus Christ. I made a mistake. <laughs> like the Lion I, King. Camera. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. Look. Jesus Christ. Whatever. He's got him at the head of the you fucking misquote me. You know what I'm saying. Sure. All right. I was taking over to the news buffet. Daily news. That baby juicy taste. Oh, yeah. First up, Italy is lost in the sauce again, as they tend to do. You know, Italia, it's a, it's a nice, fun place. A no-confidence vote is scheduled for today against Prime Minister Giuseppe Conti. Giuseppe. Uh, mm-hmm. The no-confidence vote is sought by Italian political superstar and anti-migrant figurehead Matteo Salvini. You remember uh, Salvini, we covered him a while back. He's supposed to be the second coming of Mussolini, which is apparently a good thing right now. Toughness is big right now in the world. People are really respecting toughness these days. Mm, Yes. Yes, a lot. Uh, Anyhow, uh, it seems as though the no-confidence vote is anything but a slam dunk since the Italian parliament is incredibly mixed politically, like just all kinds of different parties, and uh, almost impossible to make a deal in because everybody's so slippery with their deal making. Who would have guessed that? In you know, in an not Italian in, parliament, not in Italy, right? <laughs> not in Italy. Is, is uh, Syria it, even around, or have they just like ruined that from all this illegal gambling? Ronaldo's in it now. Okay, he's, he's on Juventus. That's right. He's on Juventus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, even if the uh, no confidence vote uh, goes against the prime minister Conti, or he resigns before uh, the vote takes place which would be like immediately this vote's going to happen right after the show airs. Um, President Sergio Mattarella is obliged <laughs> to consult with the leaders of Italy's political parties to see if another majority can be found. So Italy has political superstars, prime ministers, presidents, probably some kind of royalty, and nobody has any clue what's going to happen going forward with the Italian government. Well, some people do. Can we bet on this? You can. If you see a path forward in the chaos... You need to go to predictit.org to bet on if Italy's parliament will be dissolved by the end of 2019. That's a which, hilarious bet. <laughs> yep. Long odds, but hey, it's will Italy. Will be it, fucked it's, yeah. by the end of 2019? Will, I like will that parliament bet. be dissolved? I like dissolved that bet because <laughs> Italy's just far enough away to where uh, you can bet on, on uh, disaster for their people. That's like, is Congress going <laughs> to go away? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it doesn't really affect you. Yeah. Uh, so better way. Yeah. So it may happen by the end. You can also bet on which EU leader will leave office next. Obviously, Prime Minister Conti, Giuseppe Conti, is in the hot seat. Good candidate there if you want to lay some bucks on him. And you can vote if the no confidence vote will pass or not today. You're going to have to rush that because, like I said, it's going to happen pretty much right after the show. Airs. What's it looking Again, like right now? Is that a coin flip? The no confidence uh, vote? Coin flip, I think. Yeah. I don't know what the odds are. I didn't look it up. Yeah. Again, predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 to get 20 bucks match on your first deposit. Predictit is like the stock market of pol- political futures, and it's a very fun place to make just, a Just go no confidence on all Italy votes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Vote dissolve. Yeah. Dissolve. No <laughs> confidence. <laughs> dissolve. Yeah. Yeah. Just no Italy as a country. Yeah. <laughs> we've, been, yeah. we've, been, we've been getting a lot of good feedback from our listeners who have joined Predictit. They're loving it. You guys should join. I got to say... Before fucking noon today, Trump better tweet about China twice more, or Uh-oh. I'm going to be real pissed off. Uh-oh. So uh, you, you got good odds on that. We'll see. It. Well, sticking with the Italian theme, Gianni Russo, who starred in The Godfather, the original, and appeared in The Godfather 2 as Carlo Rizzi, the scumbag husband of Sonny, Fredo, and Michael Corleone's sister, Diane. Mm. Remember that, Pat? Which one was The Godfather? The one with uh, the dog? and um... Remember that? Remember Diane, the sister? <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah no, it was uh, Connie. <laughs> Connie was the sister, so you didn't remember it at all. I fucking watched the whole trilogy, bro. Yeah, well, you don't know anyone's names in it. Anyways, Gianni Russo. <laughs> Gianni Russo, who claims. <laughs> Giuseppe. Sonny, you, you were thinking of. The other show, you were thinking of Tom Hagen. Conte. Robert Duvall, who was the. He was like the adopted. Sonny was the oldest son. Yeah. Anyways, Gianni Russo, who claims that he once worked a short career in organized crime, working as an errand boy and mob associate for Frank Costello, and may or may not have killed someone in one of his casinos in the 80s in self-defense and had a hit on him by um, uh, the cartels, but then they took it away because he, they found out he was in The Godfather and they loved The Godfather. He just volunteered all this information? Yeah, somebody? yeah, this guy's just an Italian badass. He's also starred in over 35 <laughs> roles as, as extreme Italian, in the, as, as his character name, said that Chris Cuomo made a fool out of himself during his viral rant um, where the CNN anchor who can't handle his IPAs in a beer garden likened the name Fredo to the N-word. Certainly um, did. What an idiot. Russo said that Cuomo's father, former Governor Mario Cuomo, Cuomo, would smack him over the tirade. He went on to say that calling Fredo an ethnic slur was nonsense and that it simply is a reference to weak character, as we have said on this show. However, some people disagree, including CNN Vice President of Communications and huge moron Matt Dornick, who has backed Cuomo up saying Chris Cuomo defended himself when he was verbally attacked with the use of an ethnic slur and an orchestrated setup. We completely support him. Uh, once again, I want to make it clear it's not an ethnic slur. Uh, I'm an Italian American, a couple generations in. My dad's an Italian American. It's never been an Italian, it's never been a slur to all Italians. Chris Cuomo, Chris Cuomo being a baby back bitch and making such a mountain out of Mohill may actually turn this into an ethnic slur, yeah. in which case, based off his own idiocy, he created an ethnic slur for Italians, which he so have vehemently doesn't want right so congratulations chris you played yourself here's an example of how it's Mm. not an ethnic slur wes not italian at all but he's being a total fredo yeah Yeah. you you haven't been on the show because you're a real fredo yeah you're totally working Uh weak character yeah weak character yeah Yeah. that's a correct usage i'm 10 percent italian not like look at this (laughs) look at this guy he cooks so well he must be a fredo that's not that's yeah. not a that's uh, yeah. not a good use. Sorry, I got child you know, support. To I pay. thought you were my friend, and now you're dating my <laughs> yeah. ex girlfriend, Yafredo. It's not like look at this guy organizing the Syria uh, catastrophe. This giant Fredo, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, yeah, or, yeah, exactly. That's not how it works. Look at this so. Fredo trying to dissolve the parliament. <laughs> that's not a correct usage. <laughs> All right, guys, moving on. So remember when perhaps the whitest woman alive, Elizabeth Warren, claimed that she was of Native American descent? Remember mm-hmm. that? I don't uh, yeah. Yeah. Sparking allegations that she only used that claim as leverage to gain employment privileges. To uh, get into college. Get in college, which, of course, led to President Trump uh, to troll her by referring to her, her as Pocahontas, uh, mocking the Democratic presidential candidate presidential candidate to a point of frustration that only her husband knows uh, <laughs> oh, does seen, he ever know we've, it yeah, we've all seen how angry she can get uh, well yesterday while speaking at a Native American forum for presidential candidates in Sioux City Iowa she made a public apology saying quote now before I go any further in this I want to say this like anyone who's been honest with themselves I know that I've made mistakes I am sorry for harm I have caused I have listened and I have learned a lot and I am grateful for the many conversations that we've had together fair she then went and rode off on her horse Dakota, which of course means friend to everyone in Sue. She did not. No, no she did not no, do no, that. No, no, no way she's given that speech if Sue is spelled S U E. She rolled, she rolled into town. Was like she saw a sign. Was like fuck. No, yeah, she didn't, I mean, she, didn't do she that. did give it. She did give the speech though in front of a lot of frowning Native Americans. I watched the video of it. Didn't yeah. look like the people in the room were like super enthused to be here. Well, she's, she's just taming wild horses on the stage. <laughs> hey, I got I got a quick ask for you guys. Predicted sell. 
So Liz Warren's been kind of leaning on the have a beer with me, as we saw be very successful with the George Bush uh, campaign, George Bush 2, right? Do you think she's going to lean into that? Because when she was doing like the come win a beer and have a beer with Liz Warren, I I never want to have a beer with someone less. I don't know why. I don't think so. Oh, definitely. I don't think she's going to win. She definitely going to let it go. She doesn't seem like a fun beer drinker. I think it was a short term thing. She can't win the general because of this Native American stuff. She's claimed Native American privilege her whole life. Well, we'll see. You can bet on it and predict it. And she's uh, yeah, currently second odds for winning the Democratic nomination. So really? we'll see. Fade. Right. Fade. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, maybe not fade for the nomination, but fade for the general. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, U.S.-China trade update. Apple CEO Tim Cook met with President Trump on Sunday to encourage the further delay of planned tariff increases that were scheduled to go in effect against China on September 1st. How pissed uh, off was Tim Cook having to take that meeting? <laughs> he was fucking probably pissed off. Well, no, he, need, he needs to get these tariffs done. No, exactly. But Tim Cook does, yeah, does not want to be having dinner with the well, president. He's got to deal with the dog. Cook made the compelling argument <laughs> to Trump that Apple has to pay tariffs and Samsung doesn't. That's the yeah, primary yeah, competitor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it puts them at a disadvantage. Let me, let, me go, to, let, me, let me go back to that last thing. Is it because Tim Cook's a Democrat or because he's gay? I don't or, know, I don't know if he's a Democrat. Gay. You didn't know that Tim Cook was gay? I didn't gay? know he was gay. Oh, you didn't know that? Because we have a, a gay Trump supporter coming on the show this week. Oh, wow. No, I just know t- Tim yeah. Cook's a progressive liberal. That oh. prob- yeah. He's also openly gay. Oh, okay. There I was trying to, trying to segue into the fact nice, that we have a guest. I just found out he was Scott Apple Pressler. CEO. Scott Pressler, the MAGA <laughs> gay guy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So we'll see. Hot He's a Trump a supporter. Factor. We'll get his take on this. And although many analysts see Trump as losing the trade war with China, uh, he remains optimistic, tweeting... Uh, let's see, on Sunday, our economy is the best in the world, by far lowest unemployment ever within almost all categories, poised for big growth after trade deals are completed, import prices down, China eating tariffs, helping targeted farmers (laughs) from big tariff money coming in. Great future for USA. And that was two days ago. Still no trade deal with China yet. Make sure to tune in on Thursday morning when we're going to have Donnie does talk about China and Hong Kong protests. He will have some expert opinions for sure. He's our Asian correspondent. All right. I got another Jeffrey Epstein update for you. This creepy son of a bitch can't go away even though he's dead. It's getting so ridiculous. I'm beginning to think that he's just a figment of my imagination. But then I realized, nope, he's just a rich piece of shit that raped and trafficked teenage girls for 40 years. That's yeah. It. Yep. And it's, yep. A, it's actually national headline, global headline. So you're not. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was all in my mind. <laughs> he's the king of that can't get him out of my head uh, good news though guys turns out he signed a will two days before his death did he leave the money to a good cause since he didn't have a wife and kids and lived a life of horrible crime no he left all 577 million to his brother mark epstein who probably knew what he was doing the whole time jesus that's, that's some dirty dirty money was there they're not gonna seize that money oh yeah, yeah you gotta seize it and give it to charity was there a note with the money yeah he's like keep it in the family keep the family tradition going yeah um yikes you know what i was using this money for finish my life's work finish my jobs also some other news oh, came shot. out that for one of his birthdays either epstein himself or someone that wanted to get on his good side gifted epstein three 12 year old impoverished french girls they were flown in molested and flown back the next day and i thought i was indulgent when i had two birthday cakes one year on my birthday <laughs> jesus that's oh, so yeah. fucked up we love you jeff yeah <laughs> what <laughs> No, no we don't. <laughs> Jeff Epstein, man. More compass on this oh, show is weird. Happy birthday, we love you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, right, let's hear there's it for three, Jeff. Three Jesus Christ! 
<laughs> that's terrible. Yikes. All right. Uh, it's not funny. All right. No, it's not funny at all. All right. Little PSA here. If you're going to go to Costa Rica, do not drink the hooch or moonshine as people are continuing to die from what the Costa Rican uh, health ministry is calling tainted alcohol. So far, 25 people, 19 men, six women, have perished trying to get their drink on, and 59 others have fallen ill. So poisoned alcohol. It's poisoned alcohol. Yeah. So the Ministry of Health has seized around 55,000 containers of this poison, uh, said to be laced with methanol, which is the alcohol found in antifreeze. It's colorless. You can't detect it. And as we said in our previous story, they do this to increase the potency and volume of liquid they can sell. Um, the Costa Rican tourism Which I'm all for. Yeah, I mean... Get it stronger. But it kills you. But don't kill us. It might kill you. Yeah. So the Costa Rican Tourism Institute wants every newlywed couple that has their honeymoon planned in Costa Rica, like so like 50% of them, uh, that no tourists have been affected by this shit. So yeah, no, right. no tourists yet. Just sure. the locals yeah. drinking the bad booze. Yeah, yeah sure. Right. So come on down, pet a tortoise, and zip line to your he, heart's content. He I'm literally thinking, winked into the camera after he said it. I'm thinking they're about like, trying surfing. They're just like yeah. taking the tourist bodies, like you said, and bringing their, their dead bodies <laughs> to the zip line yeah. and having them drop <laughs> in the middle of the zip line. <laughs> oh, yeah, he died in a zip line accident. He just, yeah, we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's been dead yeah, so. in the hotel room. <laughs> be, be careful down there. All right. Next up, on Sunday in San Diego, the Border Patrol seized nearly four tons of marijuana hidden inside jalapeno peppers. Or uh, or two weeks at Mike Tyson's ranch. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Four um, tons. Uh, a Mexican man had driven the tractor-trailer truck full of crates of jalapenos straight into the border station in which he tried to go through the actual check, and the dogs could, have, of course, smell the four tons of saran-wrapped pot inside yeah. of jalapeno peppers. The dogs just got red noses and like like had rashes, well, but they clearly smelled would, the marijuana. Why would the peppers stop anything? It's it like they were busted open. They were just the plants. Let's try like, jalapenos. So you, I'm fucking glad that this happened, man. This is irresponsible. You guys ever touched your genitals after eating a jalapeno? It's like yeah. if you'd never had herpes... Try herpes but for to, a night. To Will's points, <laughs> it's the, exactly the same. If you go to the grocery store and you walk by the jalapeno section. It's you not like it's not like an overwhelming whiff of jalapeno. <laughs> 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 raw jalapenos. Yeah. Like, otherwise, they wouldn't smell. be sold at the grocery store. That is so <laughs> the opposite of chill. It's fucking <laughs> smuggling weed and jalapenos. We're not going to sell it. They're, we're going to wash it. It's so stupid. I mean, they deserve to get caught, but it's just so sad for the people that grew and trimmed and did everything to prepare that weed so yeah. somebody could smoke it. <laughs> it's always sad to see weed impounded. I hope the jalapeno cartel guy who came up with that idea is sitting in Nevada acid somewhere right now because that was oh, a he's stupid done. That The was cartel a stupid is move. done with that guy. The jalapeno <laughs> guy's done. And, and for my last story, a man in Colorado fended off an aggressive adult mountain lion. This story is a little different than that coward Travis Kaufman, also from Colorado, that went on a media tour after strangling a four-month-old mountain lion by stepping on its neck after it attacked him from behind while he was jogging. Uh, this wasn't a revenge story on an uppity 30-pound kitten. This was a full-grown kill you and then play with and eat your uh, ch- eat chunks out of your carcass mountain lion that Richard Marriott encountered alone in the woods the night of August 10th. Mm. So when he was returning to his car after scouting for elk um, sure. on a hunt for a future hunting trip in Lion Mountain territory yeah, 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 aka exactly. getting <laughs> away from his wife <laughs> yeah. what are you doing I'm scouting for elk honey you gotta get He's the always, scout always it's, the, it's the pre-hunt elk. scout <laughs> yeah. he, uh, he claims he saw a mountain. Well, I hope they're gonna be there when I come back later <laughs> yeah exactly at the same spot <laughs> he claims uh, the animal he saw a mountain lion that was following him for about 200 yards um, and then started like 
closing in on him, but he was also getting towards his car. So Marriott said as he was nearing his car, he was like backpedaling while making eye contact with the cat to like show his dominance when he tripped and fell over a log because he was looking at the mountain lion. Uh, that's when the mountain lion swiped at his leg and Marriott was able to grab his pocket knife and swipe back at the large cat, which gave him enough room to get up and run. And then he started picking up rocks and throwing at the mountain lion while screaming at it prime like, get! Get out of here! Get out! Get out of here! Get on out of here! The mountain you. lion must have been so so pleased and satisfied when he tripped over the log that yeah, it put he's there. Like, yeah. He's like, yes, yeah. yeah. That guy <laughs> definitely pissed and shit his pants simultaneously. Oh. As soon as he licked he his claws. <laughs> it uh, worked. So he did manage to get away with what he described as super, super minor injuries. Um, the animal was later killed by Colorado Parks and Wildlife officials because it was like a very aggressive, like man-killing mountain lion, not the kitten that Travis Kaufman killed. Uh, Marriott did uh, not bring his pistol on the trip and said, I think I would have been able to give it a warning shot if I had brought my gun, and hopefully it would have ran off, he said. That's what, mm. I, that's what I kind of take away from all this. All of this is when I go into the field now, I need to make sure I have my sidearm. Yeah, that would be smart. Um, so yeah, let, how did he not do that in the first place? Well, lesson learned. He probably needs to buy a couple of $37 We the People holsters so he can easily have a sidearm on his scouting trips and his hunting trips uh, while he's in the Colorado woods at night. It's going to be at the right cant and ride and everything. Exactly. He'd have the adjustable retention. It would be perfect. Honey, yep. no, it is a scout. That's why I'm not bringing my pistol. Like I, I need to scout these elk. Just oh, you need your pistol more than ever if you're just out scouting something. Right. Exactly. You're susceptible. All right, no guys. idea what's going to happen. Yeah, so uh, big news in food. Last week, Popeyes, which happens to be my personal favorite of the fast food fried chicken chains. I'm no, talking we, like we couldn't tell. three pieces of all dark biscuits, mashed potatoes, those kind of places, uh, launched their chicken sandwich and started a Twitter war with Chick-fil-A, which is currently, my, in my opinion, the best chicken sandwich out there. I have yet to have a, the new Popeyes creation. What a conundrum. And yeah, it's very tough. I had a Chick-fil-A um, last week, took I'm a bite a, and spit it out. Yeah. You wait, what? I, already, what? I already dressed us all down before the show. Uh, none of us have tried the new Popeye's no. sandwich, and it's, yeah. a, it's a disgrace, honestly. It is. You heard me right, Mark. I spit out a Chick-fil-A. As Will said, it's a big problem. So how are we going to comment on this story? Well, the, there's a Twitter war that got started when lots of people <laughs> weighed in saying that there was a new sheriff in town and that Popeye's now has the best chicken sandwich. So right. Popeye's basically copied the classic Chick-fil-A sandwich. So pickles, um, you know, bun, just basic shit that you can add like some Cajun stuff. Well, I'd love to say that it is better because I've tried it, but I haven't. Uh, yeah. But I do know that we all need to go try it. Yeah. This yeah, is, uh, well, that's what we should do, Will. We should all go try it. You also need to go get it in, though, before we start a new weight loss contest. When's that starting? It's got to start like, let's today. Let's start it. Let's right? start it on Sunday. Oh, we should start it last week. Let's start, now. let's start it this Sunday. This Sunday. All right. All right. We'll get it going. So in this, uh, continuing this great story, um, <laughs> uh, Chick-fil-A tweeted out, uh, bun, chicken, plus pickles equals love, to which uh, some millennial Twitter genius over at Popeye's retweeted, y'all good? At uh, Chick-fil-A, adding to the insult many people have tweeted about going to get chick their chicken sandwich uh, on Sunday at Popeye's. So a sick burn to the religious fanatics over there at uh, Chick-fil-A who don't work on Sundays. I'm torn here because uh, chickens that have faith taste better. There's no doubt about that. But Christians aren't good at Twitter. So what do you do here, you know? Also, Chick-fil-A left out a fucking ingredient. I worked at Chick-fil-A in the official you manual. It's bun, chicken, pickles, and butter. So oh, what butter. the fuck? Butter. Yeah. I yeah. think yeah, I also saw Popeyes that had some mashed potatoes on that sandwich. Oh my god. Holy shit. It's like Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got I'm going to eat like at least 10 Popeyes sandwiches before we start the weight loss. Yeah, something tells me we'll be back to you on this story pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to eat one tomorrow. I'll tell you how it was. All right, that was Between that was now and Sunday, great. I've got like eight 
Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Yeah, that was what you closed on. You gonna that, sign us off? Now? That was great. You've been off for a few days. A little, I know, yeah, you're a little rusty. fucking Fredo right now. Rusty. <laughs> We're running long. And Wrap that's it gonna up. do it for Hard Factor. Friendly reminder: we have some new merch out. Uh, as Pat mentioned, uh, the Soft Corner shirt. It's an excellent way to support us, keep us employed, and keep you entertained. So be sure to get at least five. Also, a reminder: we have live Power Hour event with special guest PFT commenter in Austin at the East Side Tavern on September fourth, starting mm-hmm. at seven p.m. But you know, go in there, get drunk early. Um, so be sure to. Tune RS, well, RSVP, the uh, Eventbrite RSVP already, already has about 100 of the 250 locked in, oh, and yeah. we haven't even put it on PFT's Twitter yet, so oh, get, yeah. it, get on, on it soon. Going to run out of space. Yeah. So uh, you can tune in online. We'll post the link the day of, or you can come down and uh, you know drink with us in person. Um, thanks again for the support. Could not be possible without you. And, of course, have a great fucking day. <laughs>